A second shot rang out, followed by several shouts. That definitely sounded too near for comfort and seemed to be coming from directly in front of him. He looked around. The others huddled together a few yards directly behind him. Hardly able to believe his bull-headed sister still picked up pecans around where she knelt, he touched his extended finger to his lips, then pointed toward the north. All three nodded. Heading out, he stayed low and tried to walk as softly as the crunchy pecan hulls allowed. He reached the edge of the King's Highway and waited for the others. Mackenzie put her mouth to his ear. Why'd you come here? He hated explaining himself. His dad told him strong men never did. But perhaps he should make an exception, as his sister was liable to make a fuss even with some gun-happy idiot on the loose. He put his mouth to her ear. The river's south. I didn't want to get trapped. Okay, so now what? A third shot reverberated in the trees, this one still closer. From out of nowhere, Boggs bolted past him, racing with long strides, barking the deepest, meanest bark Jackson had ever heard coming out of a dog. A guy hurried toward Jackson's position, passing the dog and holding his bloody side. Jackson stuck his head out from the cover to see what was going on. Boggs continued his charge. Another shot rang out. The grass behind the dog flew up. The bleeding man, obviously running for his life, flew past as though unaware of Jackson's presence. After the guy passed, Jackson leaned out a little farther. Another man, maybe 50 yards up, held out a pistol, taking dead aim at the pier. Boggs bounded straight at him. Without hesitation, Jackson jumped out into the clear. Hey, over here! What are you doing? Are you crazy? McKenzie grabbed at him. The guy swung his gun toward Jackson. He glanced toward the kids. Stay put. The man fired. The grass 15 yards ahead and to his left jumped up just as Boggs leapt onto the shooter. He fell backwards, squealing like that pot-bellied piglet his sister talks dad into at a petting zoo. Vicious growls and fight sounds filled the afternoon. The dog seemed to ravage the man. Jackson stepped back into cover. Boggs got him. Cooper ran to him and hugged his waist. I thought you got shot. I'm okay, Bubba. Thank God, thank God, you scared me half to death. Mackenzie grabbed his arm. What in the world were you thinking? I didn't want Boggs to get shot. Now you guys wait here. Both her hands shook wildly like she couldn't stop frantically waving them. But, but what about the shooting and screaming and that man who ran by holding his side? Was that blood? Her eyes opened so wide he could see the whites all the way around. He'd never seen anyone open their eyes like that before. Yeah, it was blood, all right. Did the shooter fire at you? Yeah, but I knew he'd missed too far. He wouldn't have missed Boggs, though, and he was about to plug him if I hadn't distracted him. Just wait here. I need to check on things. She grabbed his arm and glared. You can't do that. You can't take chances like that. What if that guy had shot you? He pried her hand off his arm. We can talk about it later. I want to see about Boggs now, okay? Cooper took his hand. I'm coming with you. Jackson smiled at his brother and kneeled in front of him. I want you to stay with Mackenzie. She needs you more right now. I'll be back real quick. The little guy looked scared, but let go of Jackson and took his sister's hand. Jackson looked at Al. Stay. Yes, sir.
He leaned out into the open and looked both ways. Nothing. No dog. No dead guy. Nothing but the wide green highway looking perfectly peaceful. Keeping just inside the woods cover, he made his way toward where Boggs had attacked the man. He found the spot and picked up the man's revolver. A snub-nosed Colt Detective Special thirty-eight caliber. A blood trail led to the other side of the King's Highway. Jackson checked the revolver. Only one bullet remained in the cylinder. He stuffed it into his backpack, then whistled softly and waited. He checked both ways, then put two fingers to his mouth and blew one short, loud blast. On the far side, the weeds and tall grasses bent. Boggs burst through and ran straight to him. He sat on his haunches, his muzzle stained with blood.